Nothing unites us like doing good together. On June 11th, join the American Heart Association for the Lawyers Have Heart 10K, 5K, and Fun Walk. We will be back in person in Washington, D.C. to unite our community around better health and well-being and raise critical funds for a world of longer, healthier lives. With our virtual option, you can even participate from anywhere around the world. To register and for sponsorship opportunities, visit www.lawyershaveheartdc.org. This is not just another finish line. It's a movement for the health and well-being of us all. We hope you'll be a part of it. Thank you to all of our sponsors, including Herity and Herity LLP. This year, the DC Bar turns 50. Since 1972, the DC Bar has been setting the gold standard for legal excellence. Join us as we commemorate the trailblazing accomplishments and ideals that have shaped our history and define how we can continue to raise the bar for the next 50 years together. Visit 50years.dcbar.org to learn more. Welcome to Brief Encounters. My name is Nancy Lopez. I'm a member of the board of directors of DC Refers, a low bono referral service for people of modest means. I'm here today with Andrea Furster, Ariel Zway, and Alfredo Vasquez. And I'd like each of you to introduce yourselves a little bit. Andrea? Yes, um, my name is Andrea Furster. I have been a solo practitioner in the District of Columbia for 32 years. In 2013, 2014, I served as DC Bar President. And more recently, I have served on the steering committee of the DC Bar's public interest and courts community. And of course, I am a founding board member and organizer of DC Refers, DC's first and only online directory of reduced fee lawyers. And Nancy, let's hear your introduction. I'm currently on the board of directors of DC Refers. Previously, I served as the executive director of Washington Council of Lawyers. And before that, I was a staff attorney at the Legal Aid Society of the District of Columbia and an associate at Steptoe and Johnson. So I've kind of touched all different parts of the legal community. Ariel, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, Nancy. Sure. Um, thanks for having me on. I am a partner at Brody Kling PLLC. We are a boutique law firm that handles a wide range of family law matters in the district and in Maryland. I would love to give a shout out to my partners, Jenny Brody and Virginia Kling, who founded our firm after serving in leadership roles at the DC Volunteer Lawyers Project. I joined the firm in 2018 after working as a litigation attorney at Ropes and Gray LLP. I am a member of the DC and New York bars, and I'm currently serving as a member of the Advisory Merit Selection Panel for the Selection and Tenure of Magistrate Judges in DC Superior Court. Since Brody Kling's inception, we have been dedicated to making high quality legal services available to clients of modest means. And that's why it's very important for us to be able to participate in the DC Refers Network. Alfredo, do you wanna go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Alfredo Vasquez. I live in DC, but I'm a Virginia and DC bar attorney. I practice mostly in the state courts in the areas of real estate and probate. Been practicing for about nine years and I've had my own practice for about a year and two months. Andrea, as we kick off, can you tell us a little bit about how you became interested in the issue of access to justice for people of modest means? Absolutely. So during my term as DC Bar President, I did decide to focus on raising awareness of the unmet access to justice issues faced by people of modest means, which means people who are not poor enough to qualify for free legal aid, but who still cannot find a lawyer or cannot afford a lawyer when they're faced with fairly serious problems that could affect their lives, their families, their jobs, and their homes. 
And at that time, um, which was following the 2008 recession, there were also increasing numbers of lawyers who were looking for work and looking for clients. And as Jim Silkenat, who was then president of the American Bar Association, who made this a focus of his presidency, put it, the legal marketplace had broken the laws of supply and demand. And that was certainly true in the District of Columbia. What was missing was a way to connect affordable lawyers to people of modest means who needed legal counsel. So in November 2013, the DC Bar hosted a one-day symposium where we brought together a broad cross-section of DC's legal community, um, people from the courts, law schools, voluntary bar associations, the private bar, and legal service providers to look at what was being done elsewhere and in the District of Columbia to address the unmet access to justice need of faced by people of modest means. And at the end of the symposium, there was a clear consensus that the need was compelling. But given the limitations imposed by member referenda on what the DC bar itself could do, the question I posed to the group was who was willing to move this issue forward? So Nancy, tell us what came next. What we decided to do was the Washington Council of Lawyers and the Courts Lawyers and Administration of Justice section, which is now the public interest in the courts community of the DC bar, decided to team up and collaborate on a year-long looking into low bono series. It was really a quite extraordinary. It was a series of five programs, very wide ranging, looking at models like clinics, incubators, nonprofits, lawyer referral services. And we brought in speakers from across the nation, which before Zoom, it was kind of extraordinary to have someone from Washington state on the screen in a program in Washington, DC. Our goal though, was not just to get together and talk about things, but to do something. And so then we again had to ask, what do we do now? Andrea, do you want to tell us about what happened next? Sure. Um, at that point, a small group of lawyers who had attended the program series or who had presented at it or had been involved in presenting it came together and we decided to explore the idea of a reduced fee lawyer referral service. And at that point, there were already two different models in operation in D.C., um, one was the Legal Counsel for the Elderly's Low Bono Panel, which serves senior citizens in the District of Columbia. And the other was, as you mentioned, the D.C. Affordable Law Firm, which was a low bono incubator program for recent Georgetown graduates. And both of these programs were and still are fantastic programs, but they served a limited number of Modest Beans clients. What we wanted was a model that could include as many experienced, high-quality lawyers who were willing to provide this much-needed service. In other words, something that could scale up to meet demand. And so our online directory of Reduced Fee Lawyers was born. So Nancy, I'm going to kick it back to you to tell us about the online directory and about what DC Refers is up to now. DC Refers now has about 30 lawyers on the panel in a wide variety of practice areas. Since we began connecting clients to lawyers in 2017, we've provided brief advice and referrals to 997 people and connected 275 people to full or limited scope representation. So it's really making a difference for a lot of people. We're also really excited that we are starting the first in the nation mediation referral service for people of modest means. It's a way to help people even before they get to court. And so that's really important too. All of the work that we do though is only possible because of the lawyers on our panel. 
So I'm really excited to hear a little bit more from Ariel and Alfredo. Ariel, can you tell us a little bit about your firm, Brody Kling, and the work that you've done with DC Refers? Sure, Nancy. Over the years, our firm has represented clients of modest means from a variety of backgrounds through DC Refers. As I mentioned, we are a boutique family law firm, so we deal with custody and divorce matters, clients who are seeking civil protection and anti-stalking orders. Um, and through DC Refers, we have certainly represented folks who are navigating difficult custody and high-conflict divorce matters. We've represented folks who are in situations where their safety and their mental health are in danger from an abusive ex, and they are seeking civil protection orders or anti-stalking orders. We've represented folks who are grappling with enforcement issues for orders they've already obtained from family court. Um, and we've represented clients who came to us through DC Refers presenting matters that involve international components. In terms of who our clients have been through DC Refers, we've represented government employees, folks working with multiple jobs to support their families. And I do want to mention in particular one category of folks who may not immediately come to mind when we think of clients of modest means, which is recent college graduates. And I'd love to share a little bit about a DC Refers case in which we represented a recent college graduate in connection with a civil protection order matter. This was a case that involved a theft of the client's service animal by the client's former romantic partner. To start with a little bit of background, the parties in this particular matter used to reside together along with the client's service animal. The parties had very recently separated and things had become quite tense. And in this case, the client had a letter from a licensed healthcare professional designating the animal as the client's service animal. However, the ex began to claim that the service animal belonged to the ex and threatened to sue the client for the animal. The client took very seriously the ex's threats to sue because the ex had access to substantial financial resources through family members to pay for legal representation, something that the client did not have. And the ex had made threats of litigation to the client on multiple occasions. One day after having some tense exchanges over text, the ex came into the apartment that they had formerly shared and simply took the animal from the living room. The ex just walked in and then walked out with the animal. So as you can imagine, the client was stunned and completely devastated. And again, the client had a letter from a licensed healthcare professional designating the animal as a service animal. So essentially she had a prescription. So what the ex did is akin to walking into the home of a diabetic and stealing their diabetes medication. So this was a very serious event for the client. And at that point, the client filed for a civil protection order. The client came to us for representation through DC Refers, and true to the ex's word, the ex, who was also a recent college graduate, had retained and was represented by an attorney from a prominent DMV law firm. At trial, the ex asserted that the service animal belonged to the ex and contested the issuance of the civil protection order, and we were able to successfully prove that the animal belonged to our client and that the theft of the animal constituted a knowing act designed to cause the client severe emotional distress. On this basis, the court granted the client's petition for a civil protection order and issued an order requiring the ex to stay away from the client and away from the service animal, and the court unequivocally awarded the client ownership of the service animal. This outcome was very rewarding for us as advocates, and the client was incredibly relieved to obtain the order, and we know that this outcome made a huge difference to the client's ability to move forward with some peace of mind. So this was a case that we were able to work on thanks to DC Refers. 
and we are looking forward to continuing to represent clients of modest means through the DC Refers Network. It's amazing for people who are facing going to court by themselves and especially with the other party being represented, it makes a huge and tremendous difference. So thank you for all you do. Alfredo, do you want to tell us a little bit about what work you have done through DC Refers? Yeah, I joined DC Refers as a way to get engaged in, with the DC bar and to get exposure in DC Superior Court and also just to apply the my area of expertise to put it in good use. I would say that the most rewarding experience of DC Refers is getting the referrals that will not necessarily retain you, but don't have the means to have a consultation. So sometimes I find it that clients find great use in having like a free 30 minute to 60 minute consultation just to go over problems that other attorneys would not uh, advise them on for a reduced consultation fee. I have been retained by about, I believe, two clients uh, from DC Refers. I'm currently representing a landlord who is dealing with trying to collect on a, on unpaid rent. This is a great example of why DC Refers, I think, is a good resource for the community because she's in a situation that she cannot pay for a private attorney because her rental income is her retirement income. So, and I think like if you live in this city, if you're not a tenant and you're not below a certain income level, you basically don't have representation. So this gives the other side, the landlord side, an opportunity for representation, which they need uh, in this times of great confusion uh, in landlord-tenant court. DC Refers is actively seeking more lawyers to join our panel. I encourage you to think about applying to join our directory. You do that through our website, which is www.dcrefers.org. To become a DC Refers directory lawyer, you need to have two years of experience in your practice area in DC, your own malpractice insurance, and provide two professional and two client references. We vet and screen every lawyer who gets added to the panel because we want to ensure that there's high quality legal representation. We want to make sure that folks who are referring people to DC Refers would be comfortable referring a friend or relative to those lawyers for help. We hope that you will also follow us on social media on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You'll hear more about what we're doing and new initiatives that we're undertaking. And there's one more thing that I think we want to make sure to say. Andrea? Absolutely. I'd like to give a couple of shout outs. I mean, the first shout out that really needs to be given is, of course, to the DC Bar, which provided a platform for raising this issue to the legal community and gave us the information and energy to move forward with this remarkable collaboration. I would also love to shout out to our board of directors of DC Refers. And I'm going to mention our founding board members by name, or at least a few of them. Brian Cornish, who is our tech guru, Avi Sickle from the Family Court, Jenny Lyman from the Office of Disciplinary Counsel, Al Herman, who was formerly clerk of the court and also ran the legal counsel for the Elderly's Reduced Fee Panel, and Susan Bennett from the American University Law School. And of course, Nancy Lopez whose energy and service as former chair of the DC Bar we could not have done without. And last but not least, we have an incredibly hardworking, wonderful staff person, Julia Pergola, who keeps everything running. 
I think it's really important for us to recognize and say how much we appreciate the lawyers who are on our panel. Each of them does a great service to the clients that they serve. They were willing to take a chance on a new initiative, and we really couldn't do it without them. Likewise, we have a team of about six mediators who are standing ready to provide low bono mediation services to people of modest means. And again, it's a new initiative, and they were willing to raise their hand and say that they would help out. And we really look forward to watching that program develop further. So huge thank yous to our lawyers and mediators for DC Refers. Thanks everybody for joining us today. We hope you'll think about DC Refers if you have clients that would be good referrals for the network or you want to apply to join the network. You can find us at www.dcrefers.org. Thanks so everyone for joining us. This episode is brought to you in part by our sponsor, the American Heart Association. To learn more about this year's Lawyers Have Heart 10K, 5K, and Fun Walk, check out the description for this episode or visit lawyershaveheartdc.org.